We haven't talked in like a year. I know it has <laughs> been so long, and you know it's so funny. I we, I put out that episode of uh, the Mark the Mark joke compilation, Dad joke compilation, and as I was going through it and editing it, every single episode we opened with is like, "Boy, it's been a long time it's since we long recorded." Time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a run joke. Um, it's oh, so over the holidays we haven't talked since the holidays. Um, I got a wooden car for for Christmas. Huh. It has a wooden engine, wooden doors, wooden wheels, wooden seats. And the best part, it wouldn't start. I don't, I don't know what to. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna play the Ed McCarthy line. But it wasn't funny. <laughs> it wouldn't start. Uh, how many Germans? How many Germans do you need to change a light bulb? Nine. <laughs> One. We are very efficient and not funny. <laughs> I was going to say my punchline was better, but it wasn't. <laughs> that one. See, now we can get a, uh, we've got a long uh, Why would a pig dressed in black never get bullied? I don't know. Uh, Batman has sworn to protect Gotham. Gotham? Gotham. Gotham, brother. Gotham. That was a tiny, tiny laugh. Was that was a terrible laugh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That we are. Does that mean we're back on the horse? What's going we're back. on? Is we're that, here. We're back in full strength. Yeah. I realize we up. haven't even talked since uh, since my YouTube channel got taken down. Uh, it has been sad so long. day. I know. And I, I did tell the whole story. I was able to uh, fill in for Greg Nibbler on Fun Employment Radio. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, or last week, or something like that, and so I was able to finally tell that whole that whole the saga. Drama. So you can go go back to Fun Employment, and listen to me and Sarah uh, talk about my dumb YouTube channel, which is going strong. I am at uh, let me t- let me check my stats a second on my YouTube channel. Why don't you Why don't you fill some awkward time here? Uh, so today's Sunday, and and this morning early, uh, SpaceX Falcon Nine rocket. Oh yeah, blew up in the skies <gasps> on purpose. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I what they why? So what they were doing is a crew abort uh, test. So this is they're doing all the tests prior to actually having humans aboard the Fal- the uh, Dragon capsule on on the Falcon Nine. And so in order to do so, they launched the rocket with the capsule, and then they aborted. And by aborting the the capsule fires up its engines and moves away from the Falcon 9 rocket and then they detonated the Falcon 9 rocket. Wow. That's crazy. And it all worked perfect. Wow. Oh, SpaceX, Elon Musk. So I am up to 61 subscribers. How many videos do you have? I have, yeah, let me check here. Uh, 99. So to, tonight will be my 100th, probably through 105th video because <laughs> I'm sitting on a stash and I'm falling behind and I'm doing a, um, a VHS swap next Saturday. So Saturday, the oh. 20 30th, the yeah. first 
No. No. 25th, I think. What, Saturday? <laughs> yes. I don't uh huh. I, I have a flyer here, boy. This is this is riveting. Uh, Saturday, January twenty fifth, from five to nine p.m. at the Tanker. Uh, I think is a Tanker. Uh, it's a bar. I think on South forty eight twenty five Southeast Hawthorne. I will be doing a VHS swap. So I'm finally gonna bring. I I buy three different categories of VHS because I have a problem. Uh, I buy the notebook ones, and then I buy. Um, the ones I put on my YouTube channel, and then I buy ones that I think will sell to other collectors. And so finally, I sold some at the uh, retro gaming convention and sold a bunch there. Nice. So I'm hoping that I'll, I'll have like 200 or something like that. Uh, so yeah, if you want to come out to the VHS swap, it's next Saturday, uh, the 25th at 4825 Southeast Hawthorne from 5 to 9 p.m. Uh, it says tapes, beer, raffle. So apparently it's sponsored by Movie Madness. So... <sighs> These microphones do sound weird. Yeah. And my headphones sound weird too, but I've had that problem for a while and it never sounds weird when I listen back. So I think it's just my headphones. Mm. Um, but are we ready for some news? We haven't done, yeah. I had so much news piled up in my poor browser, uh, just tab upon tab. So, yeah. Upon so your process <laughs> on, so my process is when I see something I like, I save it in Reddit you know, doop, and then I okay. go back to my Reddit saved articles and I've got all the jokes and all the things that it saved. And right. That's so that that's my process. That's your, my process is when I see something, I will just open it in a new window. <laughs> <laughs> but then if you if you quit and restart Firefox, it doesn't load those windows until you click on them again. Okay. So it's not like taking up processing power or anything like that. But it just and then I go through and put it in a Google Doc. Uh, to read them off before the show. Uh, but before we get to the news, why don't we talk about what we just did? We did. So we, uh, for for Christmas, I got us matching pairs of, <laughs> of fishing magnets. And so they are uh, incredibly strong. It's like a hockey puck sized magnet. With a couple uh, rings Ring. on, yeah, go. rings screwed into them so that you can tie a uh, rope, so it came with rope and uh, comically small gloves uh, that didn't fit our <laughs> hands, even, our human-sized hands. Didn't fit my hands. Right. So the, uh, and so you're, you know, so we went down to the dock uh, in uh, in Portland on the Willamette River. There's a dock where all the people come and cast off their little boats. I'd never been down there. That was kind of fun. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, a few summers ago when the water was nice, uh, there was some swimming going on uh, from that dock. Who? Nick. <laughs> so, that's the answer. That Nick. river is so <laughs> gross. It is it, so it, gross. It wasn't that bad that summer. Anyway, <laughs> so there was that. The feces was moving by very quickly <laughs> and didn't stick to the body. stick to your body. To the skin. Uh, the urine washes it off really fast. <laughs> the ammonia in the urine really does disinfect everything else. <laughs> so uh, we we had zero luck down there. Nothing. And then, uh, so we walked a quarter mile up to Omsi itself, and Omsi has a couple piers. That yeah, kind of like a little overlook that yeah. you can look downtown. And uh, they're maybe 40 or 50 feet above the water. And so we we cast our magnets out there. And uh, I got a nail, uh, kind of an antique. Is it a nail or is it like an insulated wire? Because it looked like it oh, had something it, around it, like well, a sheathing. 
it did have a sheathing. I'm wondering if that's some like copper wiring that like the copper the wouldn't be heads. magnetic. Oh, and so it's it could be sh- uh, sheathed steel. Oh, maybe or iron or something. So I, we got yeah, that. It's, it's an inch long and the size of like a nail. So yeah. And then um, while we were there, a lady approached us and said that she had just dropped her iPhone over that pier and dropped it into the water. Into and so, the water. And so her her husband was was diligently down in the rocks trying to see if he could get close, you know, and, and she's like, it's $1,000 and it's not paid off yet. And, uh, you know, all this stuff. My stuff was stored. Uh, and, you know, I feel for But, uh uh, we tried, we, we fished around there for another 20 minutes or so. Uh, I got my magnet stuck on a rock. You got your magnet stuck, stuck on to the metal. side of the dock. And I didn't think I was going to be able to get it off. It's it so was just out of reach, <laughs> just out of reach. But I just been saying that, like, I'm going to keep it in my <laughs> trunk. I think that way. On the off, off, off chance that someone ever is going to need a giant magnet, I'll be able to be like, I've got one, like I did with my all. If you want to tow wedding. a submarine <laughs> exactly. or something, like you're set. But you'll like be the greatest hero ever. And then we walk up there and the lady's like, quick, does anyone have a giant magnet on a rope? <laughs> and we leapt into action and we were both so excited and uh, we just we could, could not. not find it. It was very rocky underneath. And, and so you can just imagine that it, you know, just whispered off. And, and, and we didn't even know. I'll have to try. I don't have a phone to try it with, but even if phones are, are magnetic, magnetic, I would guess there's enough inside yeah, them. Yeah, I would, I would absolutely think they would but be. But yeah, you don't really want to try that. Not going to try. <laughs> on anything. I do have my old iPhone at home, but it still works. Mine, it mine, just is not. My old one works. It's my China phone, and I'm not going yeah. to do that. So we were unsuccessful in, in helping that, that lady. And but, then I asked her, I was like, well, because I, d- I don't know if she ever said iPhone, so I didn't ask. She did. Oh, she did, because yeah. I was like, well, you know, don't you have auto automatic backup? I I was channeling Nate Heath and the Not Nerd <laughs> Podcast. Hi, Nate. And then so she was like, well, I don't know. You know, it might have done the pictures, but not the video or whatever. And like in my head, they have a slogan. Well, one backup is none backup. <laughs> but I did not say that. It was not, neither the time nor the place for, uh, for one, rubbing it in. One backup is none backup. One backup is none backup. That's a, that's a good it's a good slogan. Uh, on the on the submarine, we used to say, um, "There's no cure like secure." <laughs> and what was that in reference to? Well, when the boat rock rocks and rolls, you you want to have everything tied down. Oh, okay, right? okay, okay. And so the best cure, the the only cure is secure. <laughs> uh, so should have workshopped that a little bit. We went out of time in a submarine. There's not much else to do. Uh, Word but play. we did, we did attract one thing with those oh, magnets. Yes, yes. What did we attract? Uh, we attracted men. <laughs> it was like, like we set off a testosterone beacon because every man within like a quarter mile, every bro, <laughs> every dude, every mar- dad ma- walking by, every dad walking by, every 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 guy. Every nationality. Every nationality. They saw us. They instantly got us, and they instantly were 
are brothers. Yes. And, and so they came up and like, have you caught anything yet? What, what are you finding? I've s- seen videos on YouTube. Like, and we, yeah, we didn't have to explain that we weren't like nope. regular fishing. They nope. knew. They knew exactly what we were doing. the end of our rope, what we were doing. <laughs> Everybody knew. Ex- only the guys. Uh, we had a couple ladies come up to us and like, what, what are, are you, you doing? doing? Uh, like two sets of women come yeah. up to us and they had no idea that that existed. They're like confused looking and like, oh, okay. And walked away and every dude, including like stoners in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah uh, they, like, sto- like they this stopped. Guy stopped driving on the way out and like rolled out his window. He's like, dude. Did you catch anything? Did you get anything? Did you get anything? <laughs> I, I was just watching a YouTube video on the <laughs> that was pretty crazy. <laughs> I've never it seen anything like amazing. it. It was amazing. Yeah, so I guess that's a great way to <laughs> find a dude. Find a dude is just if you if you need a dude, carry around one of those and we'll come out of the woodwork. Fishing magnet. Uh yeah, that was that was pretty great. Um but well, let's do some news. I, I winnowed it down over this last month uh to things that are still sort of relevant. Um this thankfully is getting better and it is the Australian wildfires. Uh, and the story I posted is that uh, ecologists for the University of Sydney now estimate that the 480 million mammals, birds, and reptiles uh, have been lost. So that's almost a half a billion animals uh, have died. Koalas have been among the hardest hit because they are slow moving and only eat leaves from the eucalyptus tree, which are filled with oil, making them highly flammable. So, so on CNN even... this morning, I said one billion. Jeez, twice as twice as much as that. Man, when was this story even? Oh, I, I, I erased the byline, but man, yeah, that is that is crazy. So, um, I was watching a news article about the about the fires in Australia this morning with the former prime prime minister. He was on CNN, former prime minister of Australia, and um. They were trying to do things with climate change, and you know the the Fox News engine originates in Australia. Oh, that's right, the from, Murdoch from Rupert Murdoch. Uh, yeah, so the the Murdochs are are thick down there. That's like their sand bed for Fox News, right? right? And and so it's even more extreme, or 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 bipartisan right. and and divisive of a conversation about climate change. So the issues that Australia are experiencing, um, California over the last couple of years, and Australia and California, the, the hot parts of Australia and the arid, dry parts of California have a very, very similar climate. And this prime minister was, was just saying, um, get ready for more. It's only going to get worse, um, and this is just well. If they would just rake California. the forest, like. <laughs> they would just rake the forest, uh, you know. And, and unfortunately, it's become a political issue, and it shouldn't be a political issue at all. It's a it's a world crisis issue, and um, somehow. But if that were true, we'd be having crazy extreme weather events all the time. Oh. oh. I did see a little clip of that prime minister or whatever, like showing up at some village that was just like decimated or whatever. Or I guess decimated is the incorrect word. I can't say it, that. Anymore. You can actually, you can, you can use the word incorrectly now. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's like saying, um, 
ironically uh what's uh literally oh, like okay oh she her her She's head literally, literally exploded right right you can actually say that now okay well that's okay. good well then it was decimated it, it was decimated and they were like help like and so the, apparently the prime minister flew in for like some photo op or whatever <laughs> and made this poor lady shake it she was like i'm not gonna shake your hand and he grabbed her hand and like shook it for the camera and she's like you can't just fly in here and shake my hand and run away and then he just ran away <laughs> so Jeez. there was that and like people camping on the beach our, our friend uh pita who was a fun employment listener had to evacuate i think thankfully they were okay and stuff but had to evacuate for their house for a little bit and uh, uh just just terrible so Thankfully, it looks like it started to rain in, in yeah. portions there, and, and hopefully yeah. that will help mitigate that. So but. 2019 was the second hottest year in recorded history, and um, only second to like 2017 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, well, let's move to Oregon, where bicyclists are now allowed to roll through stop signs. So the really? move came under the uh, Enrolled Senate Bill 998. Oh, it's called Enrolled. I bet you that was the clever uh, uh, that was passed by the Senate quote. It's going to allow bikers to not come to a complete stop so they can keep their momentum forward. Uh, but they still have to yield uh, the Lieutenant Boudreau, who is apparently involved in this somehow says, I think the real key, to, uh, the real thing to take away here is to realize that bicyclists still have to yield to other vehicles and pedestrians. And that doesn't change. Uh, they don't have to come to a complete stop, but they cannot proceed regardless unless it's a cl uh, clear that they're not going to risk uh, striking someone. So if bicyclist does cause an accident, uh, they uh, obviously will be fined. So Got it. the car will always win. So don't go <laughs> through uh, stop signs. Um, and other related traffic news, Oregon officers can no longer ask random questions during a traffic stop. So this is, um, I'll try to pare this down as much as I can here, but um, it basically comes down to cops asking, do you have anything illegal on the car? Would you, cons you know, asking questions that don't yep. have anything to do with why you were pulled over to get consent because um, they want to search your car. Um and that's obviously a problem because there is uh, the young black and Latino men are often targeted disproportionately. How much more percentage mark uh, wise, Mark, do you think um, you are more likely to be searched if you are uh, a black driver in North Carolina? Um, I it's, it's probably specific, but like three hundred and fifty percent. It's probably one hundred and fifteen. Like, wow, but still, yeah, it's um, ridiculous. Yeah, and that looked at twenty million traffic stops. So. Uh, by asking questions like that, office, uh, officers are often able to get what's known as uh, consent searches, and that means you're allowed to search the car, not because of the probable cause, um, but because the driver had unwittingly agreed to do it. So there's obviously still lots of wiggle room for law enforcement if someone has like blood, bloodshot eye, you know, and behaving in ways that um, they think is dangerous. You can ask follow-up questions, but um, you are not allowed to ask um, completely random questions and that's why i was playing this before because everything i know about traffic stops i learned from jay-z anyway <laughs> so now our post will definitely be Stage. be flagged oh that's right well oh well <laughs> we all enjoyed it while it happened um 
anyway, so they can no longer do that. Um, I, for some reason, this uh, oh, it must have gone behind a paywall. But there was a really fascinating article about how facts are re- misremembered to fit your personal biases. That's true. Um, so moving on from that. Um, There is a great new thing. The Suicide Prevention Hotline has a three-digit number now for mental health emergencies. So 988, uh, you will be able to call, um, is a three-digit suicide prevention hotline number um, that you don't have to call 911. So uh, currently, the National Suicide Prevention Line uses a 10-digit number, which is 800-273-TALK. but making it easier so they're they're working that way through i think it has to be a federal federal mandate but to get all uh, all states up so that uh, you will be able to call a three digit number i always thought the police non emergency should also have a three digit number because like whoever uh, knows, knows the non emergency right. which i guess is the point if you have to put work in between that and calling it probably filters Lessons, out yeah. a, a lot of people um you want to make a guess as to when the 911 became a thing? Oh, boy, that's a good question. Because it's not 911 in other countries. Right. Like when you, it's 999 in, in, Europe. in Europe and stuff. Boy, I'll say 1982. 68. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So February 16th, 1968, Senator Rankin Fight. Completed the first 911 call, and it was uh, uh, announced in 1968 to establish that, wow. and they put it in place. Oh, I never would have guessed it was that old. It seems yeah. like they just really started, I guess that's when I they started pushing it towards kids, maybe. Right. Like in all the after-school specials and all that. Huh. Well, here's something I didn't know, is that Salt & Straw is a Portland-based company. Yeah. I had no idea. Are they other places, too, or are they just here? I think they're growing past Portland now. But they, okay. Yeah. So I didn't also didn't know that Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, is now an investor. Yes. So uh, uh, so he's providing some financial backing. Quote, Salt and Straw's proven commitment to connecting with local community. That doesn't make any sense. I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. is really our local community. Um, but it, to celebrate, they released a holiday pack called Duanticlaws. What? Dwayne Claus? Dwanta Claus. Dwanta Claus. So anyway, yeah, I just mostly pulled that because I had no idea they were just a local uh, a local entity. Uh, China also confirmed the birth of a third gene-edited baby. So we knew about two of them, but um, the researcher that was responsible for creating the world's first gene-edited babies who has been sentenced to three years in prison, uh, they found out almost immediately after those births um, that there is going to be another one. So they don't, the report didn't include any adif- additional information about the baby. They don't know its sex, its health status, anything else, or even if the baby is still alive, but they do know the baby was born, meaning that at some point this year, there were, th- uh, not two, but three genetically engineered humans, uh, on earth. So, wow. It's a CRISPR. ball we can't stop rolling. Mm, CRISPR. Uh. I was wondering about CRISPR. And I think we probably talked about it on yeah. our episode about it. But is it a technology or is it a specific machine somewhere? 
it is a technology. It's a process. Okay. Yeah. And so, so there can be CRISPR machines all over the place. It's not like the correct. hydron collider. Correct. That is one thing somewhere. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, that makes things much yeah. worse for humanity. It, doesn't absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, scoop shops for uh, salt and straw exist in Portland, Los Angeles, Anaheim, San Diego. The Bay Area and Seattle, so up and down uh, the, the, West the West Coast. Uh, I've still never eaten there uh, or had ice cream there. It just, I can't, I can't get with standing in line for 40 minutes for ice never cream. Never stand in line. Always go straight into the shop, go to the refrigerator, get a pint out, oh. go to the front of the line, buy the pint and get out of there. There we go. That's, there's your pro tip. Pro from, tip of the week. I don't even have a bell. I have a... <laughs> there's your pro tip that's, nice. that's just as nice as the pro tip belt alright well that's all I had yeah I don't have anything you else nothing. well I did pull one more thing um, to kind of talk about in general because we didn't we don't really have a specific topic uh, for today it's, we've only had a month off to prepare uh, but I wanted to um, read through this list of 20 predictions oh. for 2020. Here's what people said would happen by this year. Um, so future, wow, this guy, the number one, this might be a tedious list of things to go through, but um, number one, life expectancy will rise past 100, but some guy predicted this in 1999. <laughs> so he's like, by 2019... The average life expectancy. Futurist Ray Kurtzwheel predicted that human life expectancy would rise to over 100 by 2019. That is a bold bold. 20-year prediction. Ray Kurtzwheel is pretty bold, though. Like that's yeah. He's done other. He's he's a futurist and a uh, he's uh, his books are really amazing. He wrote a book called "The Age of Spiritual Machines." Yeah, it's like how your brain works and how it remembers things and how it processes they're very thorough they're not super like uh approachable stuff the opposite of malcolm gladwell (laughs) right (laughs) where it's not a brisk fun read about the goods really um well he's he noted that computerized health monitors built into watches jewelry and clothing uh will begin to diagnose uh illnesses and stuff like that so that part of uh he was he was pretty right in, in predicting the health-related gadgets. But uh, currently, the life expectancy for global population is 72.6 years. Uh, the United States is 78.6. Mm. Uh, I believe the uh, life expectancy in the United States has been falling, though, because it used to be 82. Um, and I believe that has to do with our health care. Uh, so now we are dropping in life expectancy as well. So we'll either catch on fire from, from <laughs> climate change, but thankfully we uh, won't be alive that long. Uh, uh, computers will be invisible. Books, I'm going to kind of go through here. Um, and I think they're meaning that they'll just be largely invidib- uh, invisible as far as embedded into walls, tables, chairs, all that sort of thing, which we're getting closer to with. Yeah. I think we're going to uh, start seeing a lot more, like not a standalone Alexa dot, but like, Alexa is built into not just the TV, but like the picture frame or the lamp itself or like things like that, where you're not having this. How, do you ever go through the Alexa products no, and see I don't. all the things? Uh, they stuck because you a just Lamborghini basically listed off <laughs> all the things the that future. they, not the future, like no. their current products. So, <laughs> you know, they, uh, elect, uh, the, <clears throat> Amazon 
Echo C, uh, S-E-A. Uh, okay. No, S-E. S-E-E. Um, is a picture frame that is a screen that you can uh, put on clothes in front of it, and then it'll tell you uh, whether it likes it or not, or if you should buy different clothes or shit like that. I don't have any sort of do not want <laughs> sounder, which is crazy. What's there we go. <laughs> and uh, uh, they've got one for your car that connects yeah. to your Bluetooth in the car. And so, Alexa, hey, uh, I want to buy seat covers, you know, whatever. Uh, there's earbuds that have Alexa built in. Um, and yeah, just every, every product has, I don't like it. Alexa. I don't like it. Um, every, your, every move will be tracked. See, I think this is all from, I was hoping for, this is what pre-reading would be for, but I was hoping these predictions were a little bit older. Um, it will, this guy got it way wrong. It will be normal to retire at 70. (laughs) Says man who got it wildly wrong. (laughs) Hamish McRae. (laughs) Americans will vote electronically from home, uh, which thankfully is not the case. China will be on the path to democracy. Oops. Mm, nope. Um, Worse than that. We will have personal companions, uh, said Bill Gates in 1999, um, which he was expecting. We'll check your email or notifications and stuff like that, which I guess is kind of a... It's So uh, since like 1984, I've... I've wanted a robot, like just a robot that can do stuff around the house. Right. It doesn't have to be like useful, but it should be fun and actually interesting. And literally the one that from 1984 and the one today do the same thing. Yeah. They and, awkwardly hold soda cans that they can like bumpily roll across the floor to hand it to you. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on. <laughs> Listen to more. Ooh. Oh, maybe we can listen to some more Jay Z that I'll have to cut out of the show later. I don't have any waiting music. (gasps) Oh my goodness! This is the perfect music for that thing. (laughs) It's called Brian Brain. And it looks like um, if you've seen uh, Mars Mars Attacks, yes, it looks like the little brain in the space in the in the clear globe uh, space helmet atop of atop of what was that Robbie the robot in the eighties? You can hook it up to your Nintendo or whatever, and he would like spin his hand, claw hands around. So what does it do? So it's supposed to basically be an Alexa. It had encyclopedia. It's, it's um, 15 years old, 10 okay. years old, something like that. And so it's not internet connected. You could plug your MP3 player into it. Okay. And it would answer. You can ask answer. Jeeves, ask Jeeves things. Ask Jeeves things. If it was in the CD-ROM of oh, okay. the Encyclopedia Britannica, <laughs> because it loaded that right, aboard, right, and that was it. Uh, and um, the little LCD screen kind of works sometimes, but I never got the whole thing to light up or anything. It's 
you there's no AC power supply. It's only battery operated. Oh, uh, and it's um, yeah. You have to do a little surgery on it to see if yeah. I, I we can absolutely take it apart because it's useless. It but. does need to be the spokesman for the Mark and Todd. Yeah, it'd be amazing. All of our press releases will go through it. Yeah, we so take a program a little voice. Take a look up, up of Brian Brain. Brian Brain. That's amazing. It does look exactly like the Mars Attacks uh, little guy. All right. Oh, I was, I was, I was reading from a list tediously, wasn't I? Uh, anti-gravity belts will revolutionize warfare, said D.G. Brennan in 1968. He was a mathematician and scientist that predicted that they would, uh, even if the anti-gravity mechanism did not itself provide propulsion, relatively modest sources of thrust could easily be provided. Um, he suspected that by 2018, humans would have anti-gravity cars and jetpacks capable of operating for 30 minutes. That was another, I was trying to think like, when I was growing up and I tried to picture 2020, I couldn't. Because that right. was like impossible to think that far in the future and what it would be like. But the only thing that we kind of always come back to is jetpacks. <laughs> and that was the thing in the future. Because that was like in 1984, the Summer Olympics in Los Angeles 100%. started with a guy taking his jetpack over. And that, that was a big stunt. And the Super Bowl he would show up at. Did, uh, so I saw, I was watching uh, watching the Disney Channel last night, uh, the Disney Plus or whatever. And they had did you get Disney Plus. I did. Ooh, now I have to, I'm using my <laughs> nieces, my nieces' accounts, and I'll have a backup in case I need one. Perfect. But I've already watched The Mandalorian, and so now I'm I'm, I'm caught up with everything. Now I'm back to YouTube. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, they have old episodes of, um, uh, basically Walt Disney presents Disneyland, and so they would go through. Uh, this one was in 1967. It was wow. right after. They opened up New Orleans Square, and and so they were revealing New Orleans Square and new features. And there was a new, another new ride. I don't remember what it was, but um, the they had a jetpack guy in 1967 Whoa. opening up the new ride in uh, in future. Wow, uh, I, that and yeah. the 911, both not things of the 80s like I thought. Nope, they 60s. were both from the 60s. Yeah. Wow, oh, that's cool. Yeah, jetpacks were the things that were supposed to take over. Um, and I feel like there's been radical updates in jetpack technology in the last five years. Uh, there's the platform that they stand on that... Have you seen these? I don't think so. Yeah, so jetpacks are evolving pretty rapidly, and I've They've seen... They've got the cool ones that go over the water, too. Yeah. Like that that shoot water down. Oh, that shoot water down. Yeah. The water jets, yeah. Uh, but there's there's a little mini platform that people can stand on that has, you know... Uh, so those, I feel, are one of the only things that's advancing into the future like we expected. Right. Unlike household robots <laughs> that are not advancing. That don't exist. Um, well, in other, in other news that couldn't be more wrong, in 1968, um, some guy who I won't try to pronounce his name uh, said that nationalism will wane. By the year 2018, <laughs> nationalism should be waning force in the world, he wrote. Wane is when it goes away, right? Yeah. yeah, not, yeah. not wax. Not, right. oh, that's right. The opposite of waxing. Right now, it is hella waxing. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> wax on. Wax on. Um, anyway, well, that was a that was a relatively uninteresting list that I pulled and not, and not read ahead. So, um... 
<laughs> or, no, uh, there we go. Oh, that's too kind. Too kind, <laughs> really. Um, I, d- I did also pull this this recipe for instant pot bacon and chicken fettuccine Alfredo. So perhaps I'll, from a great uh, great uh, recipe site called This Is Not Diet Food, which is going to be my new favorite my new favorite place to cook from. Uh, we were talking a lot about inst not insta pots, but instant pots beforehand. Instant pots. <sighs> Boy. <laughs> Just sit here and press buttons for a while. I am a U.S. television personality. Yes, I am. I am an actress. Uh, have All we run out of... <laughs> Has the Mark and Toddcast come to a natural I think, like close? I think we're done. Are we done? Should we pack it in? Uh, uh, we are now approaching birthday season, and so it is. Re- it really is birthday you, season. You, me, Nick, Nick so Lisa. Nick, so goes so, Nick, me. I don't know when Lisa's is. Uh, like the seventh. Okay. Then, well, then Lisa, then Lisa, and then, then me. Are you doing anything? No. Uh, I yeah, I don't think so either. Although I, we're going to that uh, on the 30th. We're going to that to movie. Uh, VHS documentary. Yep. So if anyone hearing this wants to come uh, do that with us, I think we're, it's seven, 7 o'clock, I think. I forget what it's called, the video store or something like that, at the Hollywood Theater, which I haven't been to in a long time, so I'm excited to see it's... the interior of that again because I know they've done a lot of work on that over the past oh, yeah. couple decades. I think maybe... I've had to have gone it since we went to Waiting for Guffman. Do you remember when I oh when we went to see that? Yeah. And I was so paranoid that it was going to be sold out. And like we were the only people. That, we, we got there like four hours early because I was all, we have to get there on time. It's a cult classic. There will be riots in the street for people who can't get in. It was us. <laughs> which, which coincidentally is basically a skit within... <laughs> Waiting for government. <laughs> Trying to get <laughs> to the sh- big show before it opens. <laughs> penny for your thoughts. A penny for your thoughts. Uh, uh, a new show starts tonight on HBO. Um, yeah. It is um, with Hugh Laurie. Okay. On uh, HBO, and it is called. It's. Um, There's a really good. You can look look that up while I. Uh, on there's a YouTube original which you don't have to have YouTube read to watch but if you're a fan of documentaries and culture there's a whole um, documentary um, produced by Lance Bass about um, Lou Pearlman who was the he's the Jabba the Hutt looking guy that founded the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and all those yeah. Orlando who is just a huge scam what do you call a person who perpetrates a scam I mean a scammer but it's like he's a huge well, I guess scammer scammer but like everything is, and so it really dives into his, he he's in jail right now, not just because I think for finances, but he was, I believe, um, a prey, sexually preying on a lot of those uh, yeah. younger kids too. But uh, I forget what it's called, but it is a, a YouTube original um, from Lance Bass. If you're interested in that sort of thing, so uh, the show is called Avenue Five, okay. and Hugh Laurie uh, is the captain, and it basically looks like a um, I, I saw some interviews. So if um, the kids that get stuck on the island, it's like Gilligan's Island meets Lord of the Flies in space. And so they're going for a short Is it a comedy. Is it a, drama? a comedy? It's okay. like a dark comedy. 
And um, so they're on a big space cruise ship that's going for a couple day cruise and things go terribly wrong and uh, people go totally feral, you know, and, <laughs> and have that kind of, you know, and so there's billionaires aboard and all stuff, you know, and, and so it's a dissection of humanity in space. Oh, that's interesting. Kind of comedy. So uh, it looks really interesting. I'm looking forward. It I starts think it, tonight. I think it will be shocking to see how quickly humanity descends into feralness when they cut the electricity. Oh yeah. Like it'll take a day and we were, we'll all be cavemen again, like spearing <laughs> yeah. each other for, Oh yeah. It, it's going to be insane. Yeah. You use, lose electricity. You, you lose everything. You lose everything that, uh, you know, that's how, that's how it makes me super sad. <laughs> yeah, well, scared. that's one of the, uh, one of the, is speaking of like predictions of the future, I think like that is, is often unseen the, the trained reliability that we have on the devices and electricity and convenience to a point where we don't, not only we don't know how to do anything, but we can't do it even if we wanted to without this support system that is all part of the same matrix of communication or electricity or all these things. And it's pretty scary how yeah. like ill-equipped we are to do anything without either looking it up on the internet or having Jeeves do it for us or right. getting it from Amazon prime or like all this really just kind of freaky. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Our dependence on uh, fundamental utilities is, is scary. <laughs> So with that, <laughs> I really, I don't think I have anything else. That's all good. So I'm going sh- to shut this. Uh, Buy a Tesla Powerwall. Uh, oh, so. there we go. Yeah. I'm going to shut this predictions tab. Never to think of it again. Um, what should we go out with? We've already, I'm, I'm, we're to the point in the JC. The only reason I know that part of the Jay-Z song is that Rick Emerson used to use it as a bumper. Ah. Um, and so I'm sure it's going to be torrents of profanity after that. So how about we try just the instrumental, which will also get us in trouble. But, well, that was a, that was a episode that we did <laughs> and it is now over. Hey. So listen to us again, won't you? For some reason. Uh, we will be back. We took, um, okay, I can't that's it just gonna see how how many people are still listening nobody's listening nobody's listening all right well thank you for listening visit fun employment radio um come visit me at the vhs swap on the 25th we'll see you next time (laughs) all right bye-bye